0: Two tragic updates after ground searches at former residential schools, Coastal Gas Link find again, and Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky tries to clean up the country's corruption. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 26th. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. These first two stories are about residential schools, so I'll remind listeners before that if you are a survivor of residential schools or of intergenerational residential school trauma, you can call the National Indian Residential School Crisis Line. It's available at any time, and you can reach them at 1-866-925-4419. Investigators with the Achimowin Opaspu Society announced the findings from a preliminary report into deaths at Blue Quills Residential School in Alberta this past week. They found that hundreds of children died from drinking unpasteurized milk, which gave them tuberculosis. CTV News Edmonton's Sean Amato reports that children drank milk from cows that lived at the site many times a day, and that, quote, documents suggest there was no pasteurization equipment and the cows were not regularly treated for tuberculosis. Amato attributes this quote to Leah Redcrow, the executive director of the Achimowin Opasfew Society. Eric Large, a residential school survivor and researcher with the Echimowino-Paspeu Society, said that he found documents that confirmed the deaths of 215 children aged 6 to 11, but their remains have not been located. Amato also interviewed James Dashuk, a professor at the University of Regina and author of the must-read book, Clearing the Plains, Disease, Politics of Starvation, and the Loss of Indigenous Life. Dashik said, quote, we had veterinary recognizance for bovine TB probably by 1910. The thing is residential schools weren't part of the commercial dairy economy, so they didn't have the same kind of veterinary recognizance keeping an eye on their cattle. So what that means is unpasteurized milk was provided to those kids probably for decades after non-Indigenous kids were protected by pasteurization, unquote. The residential school was located at Saddle Lake Cree Nation. Now to another story of more remnants found at residential school facilities. CBC is reporting that the results of a second phase of search show that at least 28 children died and 66 more potential burial sites were found at the site of St. Joseph's Mission Residential School. The search is being led by the Williams Lake First Nation. The article reports that, quote, the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation Memorial Register lists 16 children as dying at the facility, but this investigation shows at least 28. Wendy Spearing from the investigation team said this, and I'll say that you should turn this off now if you're not prepared to hear something horrible and shocking. Quote, It's also clear that many of the children and infant babies born at the mission as a product of child sexual assault were disposed of through incineration and off-site at the mission. Children from 48 different nations had attended this institution, Next steps will include working with those nations to decide whether or not they will excavate and exhume the areas that have been identified. Now, up to northern British Columbia, where Coastal GasLink has been fined two hundred thirteen thousand six hundred dollars for non-compliance related to erosion along their pipeline route, it's the third time they've been fined for an environmental infraction. CBC is reporting that of the fifty inspections since the pipeline project started in two thousand and nineteen the Environmental Assessment Office has issued 37 warnings and 17 orders. Penalties were levied in February and May of 2022. Coastal GasLink is opposed by the hereditary chiefs at Wet'suwet'en, and they have been resisting its construction for many years. Coastal GasLink, the company, is owned by TC Energy. TC Energy reported net earnings, that's earnings before taxes, interest, and amortization, as $2.5 billion in quarter three alone last year. That is up from $2.2 billion in 2021. And now for international news, we go to Ukraine, where President Volodymyr Zelensky has vowed to tackle corruption. It's one of the things that has kept the country from joining various international alliances, especially the European Union. Time is reporting that Zelensky has booted various officials due to corruption allegations and announced that state officials are banned from traveling internationally for non-official business. This following the news that a top prosecutor visited Spain for vacation despite martial law that banned Ukrainian men from leaving the country without permission. That prosecutor is now a former prosecutor. As one illustration of how rampant corruption is in Ukraine, Time's Terra Law references a report from the group Transparency International They found that between 38 to 42 percent of Ukrainian households reported paying a bribe to access basic public services. Law reports that funds were embezzled that were supposed to be spent on critical infrastructure facilities and, quote, provide the population in the winter with light, heat and water. Contracts were inflated and money skimmed off the top. Deputy Minister of Infrastructure Vasil Lazinski was arrested after having accepted a $400,000 bribe. Another deputy minister, this time for the Ministry of Defence, has resigned after the ministry was accused of, quote, overpaying for food intended for soldiers. Though the ministry claimed that the charge was baseless, they said that the deputy minister resigned as an honourable act expected as part of, quote, the traditions of European and democratic politics. Four ministers and seven other officials are all out, including five regional leaders and the heads of five regional prosecutors' offices. Law writes, quote, Zelensky named victory over corruption as a cornerstone of his presidency upon election in 2019, unquote. Though his presidency has been a mixed bag, he passed a law that stripped lawmakers from being immune to prosecution, but he's battled with the country's constitutional court over whether or not the Bureau Against Corruption that he had created is even constitutional. Surely, in a time of war, that probably both helps and really hurts someone whose goal is to try and clean up corruption. Those are your headlines this morning. It is Thursday, January 26th. I'm Nora. I hope you have a great day.